Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Kale Berger back with you on Bucko Talk, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. The Pirates fell 7-4 to the Phillies last night, and we're joined right now on the Fan Hotline by Alex Stump of DK Pittsburgh Sports. Alex, kind enough to join us here on a Saturday morning. Alex, what's up, man? Hey, Nothing much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. Uh, are you in Philly right now? I am. How is the uh, city of brotherly love treating you? Uh, pretty good so far. I, I got to do the, the Rocky Steps yesterday. Haven't had the cheesesteak yet. Trying to do all the things that you're supposed to do in Philly and, you know, keep it on the download that I'm from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was going to say, has anyone thrown batteries at you yet or anything like that? Not yet, not yet, but the, the weekend's young, Kale. The weekend is young, absolutely, absolutely. Well, like I said, seven to four, uh, the Pirates fall to the Phillies last night. A, a lot to unpack uh, from that game, but I, I want to start things off talking about Bryce Wilson. You know, he's had a really good, I, I think, last eight or so starts going into last night. Um, just really a great bounce back after you know what he did in May gets optioned down to Indianapolis, and the way since he's come back up as a full time member of this rotation, it's been a lot of good stuff for him. Not his best outing last night. 43 pitches in that first inning. Derek Shelton makes the decision to remove him after that. Uh, what did you see that wasn't working from Bryce Wilson last night? Well, I mean, Bryce, whenever he's really working, it's usually the sinker. It's usually the slider. You know, get early contact, get some pitch to contact. And we can talk about the defense last night, which just wasn't very good for the first two innings yeah. and really put him behind the eight ball. But he also threw 19 pitches over the course of two at-bats to um, – Hoskins and Bohm. So it was also pretty self-inflicted. We talk about 43 pitches. Well, that's half of them right there. Mm-hmm. Just didn't really have anything finishing, didn't have anything that, you know, the Phillies could actually put in the play right there. They wasted a lot of pitches. They just wore him down. It wasn't a good start. Like you said, he's been on a pretty good roll as of late, maybe hit by the home run ball a little bit. And then last night, he keeps everything in the ballpark, actually not even a ton of hard contact. And, man, he got dang bad. You mentioned that defense, two errors last night, one from Newman, one later from Rodolfo Castro. And I had Dan Zangrilli on a little bit earlier. We were talking about this. You know, the Pirates, I believe, lead the majors in errors. I think they lead it by nine, which is not a stat you want to be leading Major League Baseball in for obvious reasons. But, you know, I guess earlier on in the year when there was a lot of young guys really getting their first opportunity, their first extended stay here at the majors, that was maybe something that I think we could forgive or understand. But, you know, a lot of these guys have been here for, you know, two months now. They've had extended stays, and this team really as a whole, I'm not talking about Newman, obviously, but this team as a whole, 
as the season has gone on, it seems like these errors have not been started to get rectified or or eliminated maybe the way that we would hope to this point. No, and I, I think that's fair. I mean, yesterday, I mean, the big problem, I would say, wasn't so much the errors as much as it was the stuff that didn't show up as an error on the score sheet. Uh, Rodolfo Castro and Kevin Newman miscommunicating on that ball to shortstop, and Alec Bone gets an infield single out of, instead of, you know, potentially an out of first or even an out of second, yeah. to try to help Bryce Wilson out. Ben Gamble really missed timing his jump at the wall. Rodolfo not stepping on second base, whatever he had a force there. There's just like a lot of stuff like that really is more indicative of what's going on with this defense right now than just the errors because I, I, I pulled this up. I put this in an article recently. If you look at the Pirates defense whenever it's a right-handed hitter, they're actually pretty average. It's whenever it's a left-handed hitter up the bat that they're like the worst defense in baseball. Well, wow. what happens whenever there's a right-handed hitter? Well, he's hitting the ball to Hayes at third base or Kevin Newman at shortstop. That's, whenever it's going to pretty yeah. much anywhere else, it's, it's a real problem right now. And I think that's the real issue that needs to be taken away, that if it's, the ball's not going to Hayes or Newman, boy, there's some really ugly signs right now with this defense. That's a that's a really good point, actually. I didn't even think about that, but that does make a lot of sense uh, with the righties. Joined by Alex Stump here of DK Pittsburgh Sports, Bucko Talk, on 93.7 The Fan. Uh, last night, Zach Thompson comes in, you know, out of the bullpen uh, after uh, Wilson goes just the one inning, but gives them five innings, uh, gives up just one earned run, two strikeouts, no walks, four hits. Uh, I was impressed by Thompson last night, and I, I think that was kind of a, a step back in the right direction, uh, so to speak, for him. Uh, what did you see from Thompson, and, and how do you think that – what do you think his progression has been here over the last month or so? Because really, you know, we ended July – Back-to-back starts, seven earned runs, uh, kind of got hit hard in those ones. He, he started to inch back to, you know, kind of the mean for him recently. What have you seen from Zach Thompson of late and, and last night especially? I think this hybrid bullpen role that we saw a little more of at the beginning of the year and he's probably going to be pitching out of for the foreseeable future probably suits him pretty well. Mm-hmm. Just how the stuff plays, how he could go in, how you could pair him with another pitcher and, you know, maybe they haven't seen a cutter in a curveball like his last night, the curveball was really working. Like, nine whiffs on 11 swings, like, that's something that we haven't really seen from him this year. Yeah, there was some hard contact, but he did a really good job that if it was hit hard, it was on the ground, whatever. That's not going to hurt you that bad. That's going to be a single or a double at worst. It's keeping the ball low. If He's going to be able to pitch the contact with that. He did really well there. And if he can actually mix in some swing and miss with his breaking stuff, then he could have a good final month and a half or however long is left of the season and, and put himself in a good position, maybe even to like get back into the rotation. But for now, I think this hybrid role is a good way to reset, manage his innings, pick the spots where he could actually be used. It, it might be for the best right now. And he's pitched really well out of it so far. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Alex, one of the guys that has been a bright spot for me over the last three weeks or so, and, and, it, and it's funny because it coincides of, obviously, uh, one of the bigger gaffes we've seen from a Pirates play in recent history. I'm talking about Rodolfo Castro, obviously. The cell phone was maybe overblown by a lot of people. It was certainly discussed uh, around the country, around the baseball world, that no one ever seen something like that. And maybe some guys would would kind of take that and and – and maybe it would throw them off a little bit, or maybe it would discourage them. But I think it's been the exact opposite with Castro. And that's been one of the really encouraging, exciting things to me is he took that and said, okay, ha-ha, everyone gets their laughs. Now watch this. And you look at what he's done in the last 15 games since then. A 327 average. He's got the three home runs. He has seven extra base hits uh, in that time period as well. Uh, that's been really impressive to me, and I think a, a really encouraging sign for this team. Yeah, I mean, he's always been able to hit. He is a very talented young player. It's making sure you cut down on the mistakes. So a home run like he hit yesterday wasn't just, okay, I made up for that earlier mistake. It's, no, I'm actually helping my team regress to winning. Right there, Because he does have some raw power. Actually, catch batting practice with him sometime if he can. Anyone who's listening to this, like he's, he's got some serious raw power. It can translate into games and... We've seen a lot of homers and triples and just good, aggressive swings from him. It's about minimizing the mistakes and making sure that he's actually contributing because, like you said, the cell phone incident was a weird one and good for him for not letting that define this trip up to the majors for him. But you've got to be a contributor right now because he can be. I think he could be, you know, one of the better infield prospects and players that they have in the system going forward. And if he was the opening day second baseman next year, I, I wouldn't, you know, think twice about it. If he's able to cut down the mistakes, if he's able to build off of what he does extremely well on a baseball diamond. Joined by Alex Stump here of DK Pittsburgh Sports. A couple more minutes uh, here on Bucko Talk on 93.7 The Fan. Alex, I'm going to ask you kind of a more macro question here. Maybe a look ahead and maybe maybe a little bit too far ahead, but I'm, I've kind of been tossing this around, and I'm curious uh, your thoughts on it. Predict for me what the Pirates' starting rotation will be in August of 2023. August. Okay, we're going deep in the year. I'm, I'm going to start with the real the slam dunk one, which is Rwanda Contreras. Of course. I would very surprised if we don't see Quinn Priester and Mike Burroughs up by August of next year. Two guys, Priester's obviously the first-round pedigree, top 100. I'm convinced Burroughs would be top 100 if he had a first-round pedigree right now. I think he is really just a dude, and I think people are going to notice a lot of A.J. Burnett and him whenever he gets called up. Uh, back to, let's, let's go Brubaker and Keller, even though Pirates got calls about them at the trade deadline. I'm going to be very interested to see if we hear any rumors involving them, maybe even more so Brubaker in, you know, this offseason, next trade deadline. But for now, I'm going to slot those two guys in. And I'll, I'll just say that's a pretty good young rotation that's controllable, that has some upside. Yeah. There are some good things in that starting five. Of course, that is the best-case scenario. That is someone could get hurt, someone could get traded. There's the best laid plans. It doesn't always work out like that. <laughs> but if that's, if that's the vision. If it turns out like that, I think it's a good vision. Alex, tonight uh, the Pirates facing off against the Phillies again, of course. Uh, Tyler Beatty on the mound. Uh, what are your expectations for him? What do you want to see from Tyler Beatty tonight? I would like to see if Tyler Beatty can go five, and a big part of that would have to be 
being efficient in the first or second inning and just having like a, an eight or nine pitch inning to make that possible. If he's able to be efficient, get five, because that's, that's the big thing for me. Once you're able to actually go five, then I would at least consider you a true starting pitcher. Pirates have had that in the past with some other prospects that they want to make sure that they go five innings before they get called up to the major league. See if he could do that. The sinker, I think he could get some quick, out, quick outs with that with this lineup. If he's able to do that, go deeper into this game, that would be a really big step because they are moving forward with him as a starter, at least for now. He has to show that he's deserving of that opportunity. Alex, where are you thinking to get your cheesesteak from today? You know, you ask anyone from Philly, they're going to say you don't go to Geno's, you don't go to Pat's, you go to, you know, so you go to Surgeon's, and, and they're going to have the best cheesesteak here. So, I don't know. Zach Thompson told me it's the one in the Philly uh, visiting clubhouse that's the best in Pittsburgh. Wait, they have so, – Wait, they have a wait. Rephrase that. They're they're serving cheesesteaks in the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, Philadelphia. Like someone, I I can't remember who, but Zach was telling me the story about how a bullpen catcher for some other team, it's like, hey, I'm gonna show up at nine a.m. and I'm gonna just see how many cheesesteaks I can eat over the course of the day. And he ate like ten and a half. <laughs> it was ten and a half, and then he had to go out and be the bullpen catcher. And, you know, catch some guy who's throwing ninety eight with breaking stuff. You know, getting warm in eight pitches. It, Truly one of the awe-inspiring moments of recent sports history, in my opinion. Yeah, try catching some high heat when you got the meat sweats. That's uh, that's not going to yeah. be easy. I just can't imagine you ten and a half. Like, for reference, Zach Thompson, big dude. He's like, half of cheesesteak is fine for me. That's, I can't imagine it. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Alex, I appreciate the time, man, as always. Thanks for joining us here, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks for having me on. There he goes, Alex Stump of DK Pittsburgh Sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.